Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by ID Shield, the most comprehensive identity theft protection and reputation management solution available. ID Shield provides credit monitoring and alerts, digital privacy management, and guaranteed restoration services. I use it myself and you can get it too. Visit getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. That's getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. We're picking up where we left off last week with Stephanie from the Garage Bikes and Brews. She had just finished talking about how her son, Ellis, who is also a chemist, took the lead on the brewery portion of the business. The story continues with how Ellis has evolved in his role as brewmaster. Check it out. We're two years into it now. Last weekend, he was, I think it's six guys there from a different brewery in Minnesota. Okay. A little small town who want to uh, use the same system. So they sat for I'm going to say it was six to eight hours. Okay. Watching and quizzing Ellis. So Ellis is now a teacher of brewing, passing it on. It's super cool. And brewery community is really friendly and close-knit community. Mm-hmm. I mean, Swinging Bridge downtown helps us out a lot. We wash our kegs there. They're really accommodating. Rush River super accommodating for us. And we all play in the sandbox together, which I love. Yeah. So amazing. We help each other out a lot. So I do want to talk about the name Killian, because I think it's really important, and a lot of people don't know why it's called Killian Kolsch, which we debated because Swinging Bridge has a Kolsch called Kinney Kolsch. Okay. So Killian Kolsch was a little close, but Killian's really important to me, and you'll see it when you're in the garage, because my mother's maiden name is Killian, and I had a great aunt, Dorothy, great aunt Dorothy, in River Falls. If you grew up any in my my era in the 60s, 70s, 80s, you saw great aunt Dorothy riding her bike around town. And she wasn't a small woman. She wore, I would say, work boots or galoshes. They probably called them back in the day with like a muumuu dress on, big hat, flowers in her hat, flowers in the basket on her bike, American flags hanging out of the side of her bike. And she proudly rode that bike everywhere. In all the parades, all over town, biking is part of being a Killian. Yeah. So it's really important. And so really honoring her in that space mm-hmm. and then um, naming the beer after her. So I love cool. that. So we have someone working in on a can label because hopefully we'll start canning the Killian Kolsch with Great Aunt Dorothy on there. I love that. <laughs> Talk to me about how distribution works. You started out where you just had your beer that you brewed in the Garage Bikes and Brews. And then you had other breweries as well. But now you're starting to expand where your beer is showing up in other spaces. Right. How does that come about? We needed to have enough capacity to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Last summer, we were really struggling to keep up on production. So Ellis um, was working a full-time job at that point and still trying to keep brewing enough to keep us in Killian Kolsch and Cedar Street Amber and Kenny Kvike and all the different beers he's brewing now. Mm-hmm. So that was the trick. We had a business meeting last winter and figured out, like, which which direction do we want to go? Do we want to get our beer out other places? Do we want to become, I mean, what's our goal? What's yeah. five years look like? Are we going to be as big as, like, Surly or what? what's our plan? And really, we landed on keeping our beer local mm-hmm. and self-distributing. And so this is our initial distribution happened on St. Patrick's Day. We brought a keg of Killian Kolsch to Tattersall, which was super exciting. Mm -hmm. 
and it's going well. So our plan is at this point for Ellis to keep up with the production for the garage and yep. also be able to supply Bella Vines, Tattersall, Forestville, maybe some local smaller establishments for now. And then make sure that we're keeping up with the production for our own place. We do have 18 total taps that have beer. Then we have also nitro coffee and kombucha. Both are locally made. So the the beer taps are all Wisconsin breweries. They have to be Wisconsin breweries mm-hmm. and smaller breweries. So like people will come in and ask for a spotted cow, mm-hmm. say. And that's a mass distributed beer. So there's a certain number of barrels the brewery has to make under that number okay. to be able to be on tap at, at a brewery permitted brewery. Okay. So that's so, the law. By basically, that's it. the one thing we have to um, go by. So we're trying to keep people keep breweries that are local on yeah. tap as much as we can. Yep. Some of it is how the distribution is happening from the brewery. Mm-hmm. So they may have chosen to go with a third-party distributor, okay. so we can't get them. So Got some it. Some people will say, well, why don't you have this brewery here? And that's why. Got it. But we'll have Sheboygan, Oshkosh, Green Bay, Superior, mm-hmm. along with local, you know, Somerset, yep. Richmond. So we've, we're keeping... Local people, Hudson, got a lot of local stuff, which is really nice. Yeah. And we love supporting that. And it's been really fun learning about the other breweries, too. Yeah. And then, like I said, the kombucha Mm -hmm. is Manifest Kombucha. So that's Addison Hansen, who Mm -hmm. owns that and is just a master at kombucha and and does a great job. A lot of people order a kombucha mixer. So you put a little beer with the kombucha. I say then you're having a healthy drink and you don't have to feel guilty, so it's good. What beer would you mix with it? Usually a lighter beer, a Kolsch or a lighter Pilsner. I suppose they're both fermented. Yeah, it goes really well together. Interesting. Gives a little fruity flavor. And then we just recently added the Nitro Cold Press or Nitro Coffee. Mm -hmm. That is from Ember and Bean, which they're just opening in Hudson. Okay. Yeah. So someone I met through my healthcare world. He and his wife are opening Ember and Bean in Hudson. So nice. we're the first place to have it on tap. Love that. Yeah, it's really good, too. You also have live music every weekend. <laughs> and you don't have food on site, but you get food trucks in. And that's part of the vibe that is amazing as well. I mean, it's, it's a cool vibe no matter what. <laughs> but on the weekend, it's especially amplified when you've got great live music <laughs> and food trucks that come in. Talk a little bit about the musicians that you have coming in. Yeah, so again, we've tried to keep things local. How how do you book your musicians? <laughs> well, initially it was tricky to find people. I think that people were kind of like, well, what is this place? And wondering, are we really going to have people there? Mm-hmm. Towards the middle of last summer, people were reaching out to us, which is really fun. Yeah. And it's allowing us to kind of expand our horizons. Really, the vibe that we're looking for is bluegrass, old rock, that kind of vibe. We do have a band that comes in that does reggae. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's not fun about live music? Yeah. Basically, any kind of live music is great. Yeah. So we tr- we do have the sound system that is set up so that you can hear the music no matter where you are on the grounds. Nice. So we have a big, long side of the building that's we call the Riverside. So mm-hmm. that comes up. You can see the bike path and kind of hang out there. That's usually where we have the musicians standing outside there. You can hear the music inside and then the backside with the bunkers, and soon we'll have seating on the north side of the building so you can hear the music there, too. Nice. So you're able to enjoy it. Even if you're not seeing the musician, you're able to enjoy the music and still have a comfy seat, hopefully. Again, details well thought out. Yeah, they're working <laughs> on it. And then the food, I always say that people ask a lot, like, are you going to add a kitchen? And I say, no, I don't cook at home, so I'm not cooking here. <laughs> no way. <laughs> 
But I think this is a great, another great way to support local mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. We have a great menu selection, people that will deliver there, places that will deliver there. So yeah, pretty much every restaurant in town is more than willing to bring things over. Yeah. Or we can always hop on a bike and go grab it for you, too. So yeah. We've done that a few times. So that's fun. That's nice of you. And then the food trucks kind of organically happened. And I, it's definitely a big draw. And I can see why. It's yeah. so fun. And it does really add to the vibe mm-hmm. in the evening. So pretty much every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, starting in May, we have food trucks and music. Mm-hmm. Some Sundays, we are doing a um, classic bike and car show on the third Sunday of every month. Nice. With with music and food trucks. Food trucks are a little bit harder to find, but we, I think I've got a pretty good variety set up for the summer. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Talk through some of the events that you have coming up. You mentioned the car show, but I know there's a lot more than just that that you've got coming up for the summer. The third weekend, May 21st, we are doing an alley cat race, which I've never been a part of. But Derek, who I talked about, the lead mechanic manager, has done them before. And it sounds really cool. He's he's the one setting it up. So you're going to show up and you'll get a manifest of all the stops. It's like a scavenger hunt around River Falls on a bike. So you can do it as an individual. Yep. You can do it in teams. You can do it as your family. Certainly kids can do it too. Mm-hmm. So there will be some off-roading bikes, biking, so probably not a road bike, but mm-hmm. any other kind of bike will do. Okay. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. That's in May. We have our bef- second birthday party, June 4th. Okay. So it'll be a big bash. We've got music all day from the morning into the late night. We've got... River Falls days, we have a lot of music all day long. Mm-hmm. And then September's busy. We have Oktoberfest, yep. which kind of was a big, big bash last year. And well, I think we're going to do a Lederhosen contest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. so that's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'm skipping over some in the middle. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I appreciate you being on getoutandtry.com yeah. and, and listing those events on there as well. But they can yes. also find them on your website. Yes. I want to talk about your logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cool. Isn't it cool? It's so cool. And I love wearing my logo t-shirt because not only is it a cool logo, but you do a really nice job picking out soft clothes. Thank you. <laughs> and so every piece of logo wear that I have from the garage is one of my favorites. <laughs> How did you design the logo? Mm. So the logo uh, was an organic design. I did a lot of rabbit hole on the Google <laughs> looking and seeking and trying to figure out how do we combine the beer and the bikes in some sort of cool way. Mm-hmm. I wanted the logo so that if you look at just the logo with no words, you could make out kind of what it is and yeah. what it means, right? I used what I thought. I used my kids for research. And then we brought our ideas to Bolster Creative Company in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Jason Hammond is also a local connection. He has designed the River Falls Wildcat logo. He's got a lot of stuff around town, so that's pretty cool to be able to have a local connection, but yet in Minneapolis. So a lot of different versions were looked at and reviewed. It was a really big decision for us at that time because it was a lot of money Mm -hmm. for us to figure out and spend on a logo. But we got a lot more than a logo. We got a brand, which was really important and Spending that money up front was important, and I'm so glad we did Yeah, because it really is about the colors, the font, and all of the pieces coming together so people recognize it and that brand recognition. The logo is so cool 
that, we got it trademarked. And so now we have a trademark on the logo. So that's pretty fun. Does that mean that there is hope for other locations? I hope so. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Is that kind of the big vision? It is the big vision. Yeah. Where do you think you would have other locations or where would be the next one? I I know Derek really wants to open one in Tucson. Okay. <laughs> We've had some people inquire, um, someone from Grand Rapids, someone from somewhere in Colorado. Yeah. So yeah, it would be an amazing thing to franchise, I think. Yeah. So yes, we've been talking about it and, you know, dreaming about what that looks like. So that's where our logo came from. Yeah. I really enjoy the merchandising mm-hmm. part of it. So and. You talked about textures and textiles are really important to me. So I'm the one that orders all the tests. Like, I want one of these t-shirts, one of these t-shirts. I'm sure the companies are like, what are you doing? And then pick Even the one. Even a touch and feel yes. and sense. That's and, important. Yeah. 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 And then we, again, this is local is, a, is the theme for this um, podcast, but we use a local business River City Stitch for all of the branding and okay. know, the stitching and the screen printing. Nice. So it's nice to keep that local too. And to kind of wrap it up. We had a really good time at your sunsetting party and a very unexpected, I don't even know what to call it. It was so funny because we were sitting in one of the back bunkers. It was my husband and then my son and then my brother-in-law. And we were just drinking beer and I can't even remember how it happened. I feel like it happened so fast, but you came over to me and you crouched down. And I don't even remember what came out of your mouth. I think you said something to the extent of, I don't know who to tell this to, but I'm so excited. Like. (laughs) Do you remember what you yes, said? What did you I say to me? Similar to that. Yes. I haven't been I haven't been able to tell anybody and I've been holding this secret for a couple of months, right? Yeah. I hadn't even told my husband. But yeah, I wanted you to I just wanted to tell you, like, it's really exciting. My son is gonna propose to his girlfriend down by the river. And then I was like, Hey, do you have your camera? I don't think I you even asked. Think about you didn't it. even ask. I oh. said, I have all my equipment here. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you want us you, to go capture it? You're nice like that. So well, you probably did. It it was it was really fun. And my husband is a plumber. We got a nicer camera mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I intended to take pictures for get out and try. He's much better at the pictures than I am. And I do the video. Yeah. And and so we'll oftentimes go hiking or something and I'll say, here, take some pictures. I can incorporate them in the videos. So it was a really fun thing for us as a couple mm. to go and pretend like we were taking pictures of the creek right below <laughs> and uh, or right down from the, the garage. And your son, Ellis, you're also also your brewer, mm-hmm. uh, was he was in on it, right? Yeah. I, I still to this they don't, don't yes. know. So he knew that we were doing that. Yeah, just because you agreed to it. And then I was like, I just got to tell you, Ellis, there's going to be people in the woods. Just <laughs> ignore them. <laughs> and so we were just down there taking pictures of the creek and taking video and talking to each other. And then I saw it start to happen. And I crouched down in and took the video. And Travis took the pictures. So and good. then we put it together in a video. And it was such a cool thing to be a part of because I, I've never met the two of them. Yeah. Uh, and I remember holding the camera with tears streaming down mm-hmm. my face, just thinking this is so cool to capture this and be able to give them this as a gift to, to hang on to this memory because it's such a big part of your life. I it remember is. that being a big part of my life. You know, we're mm-hmm. coming up on 14 years now. So, mm-hmm. uh, very, very cool event at your sunsetting party. Yeah, Ellis asked me a few months ago, we started talking about it, and he asked me if I minded if he took up part of that time. And I was like, oh, no, like yeah. this is way more important than me sunsetting my career. This is amazing. That's cool. So we're really excited to welcome Rachel into our family. And 
you you and your husband were truly blessings that day. I mean, that was so organic and so amazing. And that's probably why it felt so good, too, yeah. is just like, okay, yeah, let's just do this. Yeah. And it is what it is. And however it turns out, it turns out. Yeah. And it is magical. What you did was magical. It was fun to capture. It really was. Mm-hmm. And then it was really fun to edit because that's the part where I, like, <laughs> yeah. get the brain tingles where I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. So it was it was fun to put it together and have it show as a story yeah uh, in the video yeah it was really important to ellis and rachel that it was more well to ellis yeah rachel didn't know what was happening that there was some private time yeah and so my trickiest part was keeping the family gathered enough so that they could all go down there together but trying to figure out how to keep them entertained while it was going on so yeah but it was just perfect and we're very thankful that you were there well really thanks cool. for letting us be a part of it it really was cool. it was fun to capture and thank you for being a part of Get Out and Try. I really appreciate oh. your support since the beginning. And I feel yeah. like we've kind of been growing up a little bit together. I think so, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I know. I remember we met you, I think, the day we cut the ribbon or soon after that. I remember we, we came in. You interviewed both of I us. I interviewed, yeah. And I remember I, I still have that video. It's out on YouTube, actually, yeah, where awesome. you talk through the building. And I just kind of captured, like, driving in. Also, we should note, when you drive in, go mm. up and around. Yes. Don't turn onto the bike path. Don't you have turn. barriers there now. You have to have had people that did that before those barriers there's were there. There's so many people that do that. And that is a city bike path. And so there's still not a barrier yet. I'm oh. working on it. So, yes. And I do have that on the website. Like, yeah. We're a little tricky to find because you see the sign. Yep. There's a monument sign out on the road. But you have yep. to go up around the block. And then there is ample parking kind of back by the sign. But yeah, you know, it is, yeah it's a little tricky. Yeah. More Just than one person. Make a square. Yeah, make, up and around. make a square. That's a good Turn way to left describe or left. it. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. Right, left, left. Yeah. Yes. Left. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again. I appreciate all that you guys do. And I can't wait to see everything else that's yet to come. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others to find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley area. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all the fun in the valley. Go, get out and try.